And welcome back, everybody. This is Ghosters Toe from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Steven LeBouf. <laughs> we got a great show for you today. My partner in crime is back. I told you. I Yes, I am back. <coughs> I feel 99.9% better. I have that 1% of me that's still hurting, but it's okay. I'm yeah, almost she was, done. She was sounding like crap, looked like crap for about four days. Yeah, it was bad, but and then I moved too, so I was really yeah. behind. But how's everybody been going? How's your uh, January going? Um, I think this is my first time talking to you guys for the month. But uh, yeah, how's everybody doing? How's twenty twenty one treating you? Well, hopefully it's good. I, I feel like some good things are coming away. We want to give a quick shout out. We normally don't do this, but we got big news. We got an email the other day, and in New Zealand. We are in the top 50 of the sci-fi category. We're number 46. Wait, we're, I think it's fiction. Yeah, fiction. Yeah, fiction, we're number 46 in New England. And then in science fiction, we're, at, we're in the top 200. We're 140-something. So, whoop, whoop. Thank you so much, New Zealand. So since uh, Zoo, New, Ze- New Zealand really loves us, we are gonna. I'm gonna start focusing my next uh, couple shows. Are gonna focus on uh, New Zealand. Maybe I should do that too. Yeah. So we're gonna. Fo- I'm gonna focus on the next. Probably. I'm gonna finish out the, this month of January with what we're doing cemeteries. But I think February. I'm gonna devote February to New Zealand. All right. To show them some love, because I mean that's really cool, guys, to be on a on a chart like that, to be in the top fifty in a in a country somewhere. Was that your car? I don't know. Will you look? Sorry. No. Okay. Never mind. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we started recording it, and the neighbor's Stop. car alarms are going off and stuff. And you won't leave my feet alone. <laughs> it's the same thing to Steph. All right. Sorry. My dog was literally licking my toes. Yes. We got uh, studio dogs. and Yeah. We got Studio Max up in here. All right, uh, you want to? Well, I'll start out. I'll do the la- I'll do the first one, and I'll do the last one. How about that? I you fill in the middle. We can do a sandwich, a, shan- a sandwich, a sandwich. So today she's gonna be doing a lot of the stories here, Batus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my first story is the Scared Heart Mansion, and I'm probably gonna kill its name, but I'm sorry, Potawatomi, Oklahoma. Potawatomi. Oh, Potawatomi. Potawatomi. Yeah, Potawatomi. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's something. <laughs> it's in Oklahoma. The mission was built in eighteen in 1880 and was used as a uh, farm, school, chapel in... Uh, can't read my own handwriting. Anyways, yeah, it was used for a school, a farm, school, chapel, and a uh, board, boarding housing. Oh, cool. It was a successful mission until tragic. <laughs> Excuse, that was the computer guy. Sorry. Um, until da da da. It was a, a successful mission until tragedy happened. In 1901, a fire broke out in the kitchen and burnt most of the uh, faculty in the building. Oh dang! Yeah, many of the children children died died that day. They say their spirits. Yeah, they say their <clears throat> their spirits has has not have not has not left the mission. And over a century later, 
It remains one of the uh, missions uh, that you can see still. There are two renovated structures and three cemeteries as well as a church. That's a lot of cemeteries. The new Catholic church outside the mission's grounds Firm, uh, and it was a firm, <clears throat> angry native. Go- There's there is a firm, angry native ghost to do- Dominic to do make the uh, activity in the uh, murders. That didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> is that just me? Dad read that so wrong. I was over here looking. It says from oh. <laughs> angry Native American ghost yeah. <laughs> to demonic activity to murders. <laughs> I was like, what? Sorry about that, guys. It's been a long day. My kids were gone, and that's when I told Lexi, take your time getting over here. We can relax, do the podcast without being rushed. And I'm just <laughs> you got a little bit I'm too fucking loose. it up, guys. Sorry about that. Yeah. Anyways, what she said. Uh, And that's the chair. I'm sorry. (laughs) Apparitions of shadow figures have been has been seen in the basement of the mission. Animals disappearing and animal sounds at night. So apparently you got animals appearing, you know, Mm -hmm. and then like disappearing and then animal noises at night. And then lights appear at night, too, when you're walking around the old place. So that would be a nice place to go check out. An old mission. Mm-hmm. They've always got some great stories. Yeah. All right, hey. Alexi's going to go next. So this is the old Ohio penitentiary in Columbus, Ohio. Dun, dun, dun. So this thing stood in Ohio from 1834 until 1998. Um, it started off as a log-built prison, and then it evolved to uh, stone cell houses constructed by inmates themselves. So, like, it was a little log prison, and then it became, like, the inmates made... It was a log prison. <laughs> very, Pretty much. It was very spooky. It was a log, log prison. That's weird. Why would you make a log prison? Usually, like, concrete or stone. I don't know. Well, it... Well, I guess back in the days, you got to use what your material is around you. Yeah. Um, Around the 1900s, um, the prison saw its heyday with, there was, um, I guess, this guy by the name of Warden E.G. Coffin. He was an expert in penology, and he was, like, I guess, really famous there, and that's really made it peak. What's penology? I don't know. I should have looked that up. Yeah. Does that like mean he was a great uh, pen writer or great, you know, lighting? Let me ask Siri. He was pretty handy. Hey, Siri, what does penology mean? What if it's something weird? The study of punishment of crime and of prison management. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Penology. Say, yeah. Penitentiary. Duh. I thought it meant he was a good, you know, writer. (laughs) (laughs) He had great penmanship. Just great. Oh gosh. Okay. <coughs> so basically, this prison was seen as the model prison and the like the prison that everybody wanted their prison prisons to like go like be. So this was like the model prison for other prisons around the area. But then it became overcrowded from 1955 and housed as maximum of 5,235 inmates. Yowza. And the like actual capacity is at as 1,500. 
Damn. So they wear like over three times the capacity. Well, see, I mean, that's what the problem was. I mean, that's a problem anytime you build, you build and you assume or you think it's going to be set for this amount of people. And then it's like with hospitals or anything, before you know it, if something happens, bam, you know. Yeah. You're all got overcrowded prisons. Well, and then once they go, once they go overcrowded, then like the, uh, that's when the conditions become really poor, yeah. and like that's when like in prisons, like the fires break out and the riots and like. Oh God, yeah, that's when you get the real mistreatment of the prisoners and stuff. Yeah. I mean, under I, I understand they did stuff wrong. I think the only people that don't deserve to. You know, be nice to is the pedophiles, but I can't be sitting here judging. I'm not God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am a spirit, a spirit of goobly gobbly ghost. Okay, I don't know what that was. Anyway, so then this place closed <laughs> in um, 1979, and then it was demolished in 1998. Dang, it's, man, it didn't last that long. Well, 1979, and then it got tore down in 19... When? It closed in 1979. Oh, closed, closed. Yeah, it opened in 1834. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they had to use the wood, Mike. Yeah. So the only, like, ghosty stuff I have on this place is that the area where the prison or penitentiary used to stand, um, it's a hot spot for activity. Strange sounds and apparitions have been reported. Echoes of the horrible fire of the 1930s. One of the, like, that's the, one of the worst fires in history has happened at the prison. And I guess you can still, like, like you get flashbacks when you're there of it, and you get, like, you know, the occurrences of what happened. Yeah. And then just your normal, besides, like, the slamming of doors and stuff like that, because there's no building. But you hear stuff, and you see stuff, and... And it makes you pee-pee your britches. Yeah. So that's all for that one. I'm going to go ahead and um, talk about my next one. We'll do it there. Well, this is the Campbell House in Washington State. This is one of Washington's well-known historic... You do this one. I'll do these Morphia lights real quick. That's kind of ghostly. Okay. Um, anyway, this is one of Washington's most well-known historical landmarks. Um, and it was designed and built by Kirtland K. Cutter in 1989. I mean, 1998. <laughs> um, it was first owned by this girl by the name of Ozma Campbell... Miss Campbell. Um, and then in the early 1900s, three of the Campbell children were found murdered by a burglar who stole the fourth child. And the fourth child was never found. Oh, my God. So, like, a big old tragedy happened there. That's you know? sad, too. Yeah, it is sad. Well, some of the ghosty stuff is, that, like, you know, it's, like, one of the most haunted places in Washington. But, like, of course, everything is, says that about their place. Yeah. So... Um, visitors describe telling a very, or feeling, sorry, a very unsettling feeling, like, um, a very eerie feeling upon entering the house. And then they're overcome with, like, dread and just sadness. And there's also a portrait of the first owner in the house. And then, I guess, the eyes of it follow visitors as they walk around. Could you imagine... Not only having the presence like something's following you, but to like look and see like something actually like, hmm, what's up? Yeah, I don't know what I would do in that sense. I would pay pay in me britches there, mate. I probably would too, to be honest, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to do, you know, I have not been writing time down. 
I haven't either. It's all right. All right. I mean, I'm going to be editing anyway. It's not like I ain't got time tonight. I'm going to have the house all to myself. So while I'm going to be doing research and editing tonight, I'm going to be listening to scary stories and getting more ideas. I like doing that when nobody's here, scaring the crap out of myself and getting really into this research we do for this stuff because some of this stuff's kind of creepy. I have to go home and have dinner with yeah. mom's side of the family. Okay, we're going to go with the Morpheolites. The Morpheolites are in uh, Morphia, Texas, out in West Texas. These lights are the size of basketballs, and they are white, blue, yellow, and red. The lights flicker, float up, and then they'll split. They've been there since the natives. The natives, that was the, that was the kind of first reports of them. The natives have always seen them, uh, seen them and they were uh, flying stars. That's what they called them. Hmm. And then uh, the first, like, I guess white man sightings was from the first settlers in 1883. And ever since then, I mean, it's like, that's what makes that town famous. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's just they out in the middle of nowhere. And, I mean, just these lights will show up and... Hmm, I don't know So look that do. up on YouTube or something, guys. It's pretty interesting. You know, and like I said, because, you know, we do this other podcast with her sister called... Uh, What's, What's really, really out, out there? there? We talk about UFOs, conspiracy stuff. But, you know, not everything's black and white, guys. There's always an explanation for something I know. But, you know, some of the stuff you can't explain, you just got to say, hey, it's a ghost or it's a UFO. You got to, you know. Oh, it's the boogeyman. Yeah. All right. You want me to do the next one? Yeah, and I'll do the very, very, very last one. Okay. So this is the Northern State Hospital. Or, sorry, this is the Mental Northern State Hospital in Washington. What were you going to say? I was going to be a smart looking go. Is it in North Washington? Oh. I don't know why my computer keeps doing that. I'm sorry. Probably needs to be updated. Anyway. Yeah. So, at one point, there were 2,000 patients that had lived in the Northern State Mental Hospital all at once. But, like, 80% of them all died there. Golly. So, yeah. Some percentage died of natural causes, while more died um, as a result of, like, strenuous physical labor, electroshock therapy. That's botched, always great. Yeah. That's what I do for my kids. <laughs> botched lobotomies, complications during forced sterilization, and also some were murdered. So, <laughs> you know, just anything and everything happened. That's always fantastic. And, of course, this is also one that's like, this is one of the most haunted places in our state, or it's the most haunted place. Oh, so I'm man. not really for sure, but I had to include I've that. I've noticed that a lot of the research we do, a lot of these places are like, oh, this is the most haunted place in uh, North Carolina, or this is the most haunted place in Texas. Or Yeah. Okay, so there's not that many, like, ghost stories, but one of the, like, many reports people get of paranormal activity Oh, duh, ghost stuff. <laughs> but I meant, like, the paranormal activity they do get is, like, sightings <laughs> of a nurse being pushed out of a window. Ooh, that's always lovely. So I don't know what I would do if I was walking down the hallway swearing and then I God. see a nurse getting pushed out the window. Hey, there's just, a mic there. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, it makes the podcast easier when you use a mic. <laughs> so... Yeah, and they get, like, uh, shadow figures and dismembled, disembodied voices and, like, screams and stuff. We act like this is our first episode we've done together today because I've messed up, you've messed up. (laughs) I'm not sure today. I swear, we have done 
This is, I swear, we got experience doing podcasts, people, if this is your first time listening. Yeah, it was just, we have our days where I also yeah. can't talk half the time. Yeah. That always saves me. So. The sinuses are kicking our butts this, you know, with all this crap blowing in because it'll go, like today, it's going to be nice and sunny all day, and then I think some more bad weather is going to blow in. If I get sick up. again. <laughs> uh, it's just, she's like me. Our allergies are just awful. awful. Yeah. All righty, I'm going to go again. So I'm... I think I want to do a whole like thing on this, but I just did a small portion of this. I'm going to be talking about a little bit about Alcatraz. I'm not going to say like like what it, why it's famous or like what happened because honestly, I'm not going to lie. I don't really know. There's so much stuff there. That'd be a good hour one by itself. Yeah, I want to really do that one and get into that one. But this is just some stuff I found. So I'm going to just talk a little bit about it. But if you're interested and you want to hear more, maybe we'll make that a special. Yeah. Anyway, this place is in San Francisco, California. Um, This is apparently the breeding ground for the paranormal. And it's one of the most feared... Oh, most feared presences on... Oh. There has one of the, like, most famous ghosts on the land. It's called The Thing. The Thing. That's what they call it. And it's, like, one of the most... It's, like, that's the ghost everyone stays away from. So, um, and it's also said the thing is said to have glowing red eyes. Ooh, that thing. Um, it's been seen by visitors and prisoners and staff when Alcatraz was, you know, like open and running, I guess. Yeah. Um, 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 you can hear disembodied voices, sobbing, screams, banging on the cell doors, banging on the um, bathroom floor, nasty, nasty smells. Ooh, see, that'd be another thing. It'd be like, uh. well, there's like sulfate, sulfuric acid that yeah. smells like associated with like the devil or something, and then there's like certain smells that are associated with certain stuff. So, um, some encounter asp- apparitions who spoke to them. Of abuse and stuff of like guard that happened to like guard and stuff. So like some people will be walking and like they'll see this like ghost and or this thing that looks like a person and it'll come talk to them and be like I was beat or this happened or something. Yeah. And so like that's kind of how they figure out what happened. So, um, that's kind of really it. It was just not that one was. I'm not like talking about the history. That was more just about like ghosty stuff that happens and what's really happened. So, yeah, that's all on the Alcatraz. Hmm. Um, now I'm going to move on to another place. This is the Whaley House. Well, it's like on the Alcatraz, too. I've heard about some of them, uh, some of the stories about the, uh, the holes. You know, the they stick them in them cells and it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. There's one of them where there's a ghost or some spirit in it. Yeah, I need to do a special on it. It really interests me. Yeah, I think we both should, man. Because there's, I mean, man, there's so much crap that happened there. Because it wasn't just a prison. It was a fort for the longest time, too. Yeah. All right, Tate. So this is the um, Whaley House in San Diego, California. Um, this place was built in 1957 by Thomas Whaley, and then it served as a general house, um, a grand. A, mm, it served as a general house, a um, a theater. I'm just going to say that because I can't see the other stuff. And even a town's courthouse. A theater. So it was a lot of stuff. And there's also a morgue at one point. So there's a morgue in here, or there used to be. 
And then it's also built over a former cemetery. Um, Several suicides and hangings have happened. That's always lovely. So there's this one. um, There's this young girl, um, Yankee Tom Robinson. Yankee de Udande? Yeah. Um, the fa- like her and her family have all been seen on the property, you know, like as ghosts and stuff. So that's kind of like the history on that one's not like a lot, but um, yeah, I it used to have a morgue and that really creeps me out. And you have to know this stuff happens because of that morgue, like mm. it has to. All right, so this is. Another story. I have two more. And well, That's we, Dad just has right. That was good timing, too. Yeah. So this is Major Graham's mansion in Wythe County. White or Wife? White. Oh. Um, this is a hysterical, stereotypical haunted house. And by that, I mean, like, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's a long drive to it. It takes you through, like, a lot of back roads, like, by Going woods and everything. Roads. So... Um, the house will leave you feeling lost and dis- disoriented. And the oldest parts of the house date back to the 1830s. Um, so, like, it's been around for a good while. For a good minute, though. Um, I am going to talk about two things. Something, not two things. Something happened there in the 19, or the 1786. Something happened there. So two slaves um, killed the master and were hung from a tree on the property. Spirits that are said to be at blame for all of the spirit. Mm, hang on. Mm? I'm having trouble talking. <laughs> um, the spirits are said to like not relive that, but like you can feel that happening, if that makes sense. Like kind of like what they would feel in that moment or whatever when yeah. you're in the house. And they also blame the spirits for everything happening in the house, which, I mean, I mean, it's paranormal activity. So, like, yeah. Um, and then the house has apparently been in several TV shows. So, yeah. We have a bunch of shorties today, and I'm sorry for that. Yeah, that's fine, though, because, I mean, we've all been busy. We're getting back into the flow of doing our podcasting now. We're going to hit it hard after this, like I said. We're going to finish up this month, like, uh, like I said, with my cemetery crap. And then uh, after that, it's New Zealand, baby. Yeah, yeah. We're going to show them some love. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. This is uh, the Swana Place in Virginia. Um, this took eight years to complete the work of this place. So this was a building for a long time. It was officially completed in 1812. And it was originally owned by a prominent family called the Dooleys. Daddy Dooley. Um, after they died, it was made into a country club, and then during the Great Depression and World War II, it was abandoned, um, and then 1949 to 1998, the mansion was rented by the University of Science and Philosophy, but now it's empty, and apparently the current owners are going to try to restore it, because, like, it does not look like what it used to, but I don't know. Um, and the only, like, ghost stuff I really have on it is that, like, a lot of paranormal investigators, whenever they go and, like, look at this place, they are said to have picked up a lot of, uh, EVP recordings. Like, a lot of stuff like that, so. That is redonkuliso. 
All right, I have um, two more, and then it's dad's turn. I know I said I didn't. Yay. I forgot I had another page. That's fine. That'd, that'd be a good 40-minute show. Like I said, we're going to really, really work this year on getting an hour. And then maybe, you know, maybe one day we can get an hour and a half. But it's really hard because when we go into this stuff, we don't know how big the story is well, going to be until we, we start And we also digging. have gotten better at talking. Like, we, I talk faster. Yes. I'm not so like, uh. And yeah, then, and sometimes I think we talk too fast. Maybe. We try to slow it down. Be like, and then the cemetery was a ghost and... Yeah, dude, that's... It won't slow. go that slow. <laughs> All right, so this is the Greenwood Cemetery in... That's Greenwood? This is in Tennessee. I can't say the city because I cannot speak. Tennessee whiskey? Um. Okay, so this is about one of the ghosts that lives there, and it's this is the ghost that's most commonly seen. So this ghost was once a wealthy woman who lived across um, the lake hmm. uh, with her husband, and then she became a wheelchair... Or she became wheelchair bound because of health issues. Then the husband cheated on her and then killed her. Wow. Was like, yeah, he was basically like, oh, you're useless. I'm gonna go cheat on you, and then yeah. I'm gonna kill you because it's your fault. So, uh, <laughs> um, apparently people can see the wheel roll, the wheelchair tracks on the cemetery sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And then they also see, like, another ghost that's not in human form. It's, like, just this green mist. But people also say that they have seen the woman wandering near the lake and the shade of green behind her when she walks. So, you know, that woman obviously is haunting the cemetery. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I need to turn my alerts, my alerts off. Yeah, we might have to. But all right, so I'm moving on to my last story of today. Mm. This place is called Wheatland in Tennessee. Um, th this is a haunted house. It's one of the most apparently haunted ones in Tennessee, or in the East Tennessee. Um, there has been over 70 murders <laughs> and death. Like, people died happened. Over 70 cases. So a little bit of history. Um, the location was a location of a battles of battles fought. There's seventy graves for American slaves. Wait, um, for African American slaves. I just butchered that, and I feel so bad. <laughs> I just can't read. Um, and there's also a mass grave for nearly twenty eight Cherokee Indians. Um, and there's also a couple of soldiers from the Re Revolutionary War, like, yeah. so it's like huge. Um, investigators have captured sounds like Native Americans chanting, um, also just like children and stuff like that. And then also, I guess there used to be, or in the basement of, because this is a plantation. I didn't say at the beginning, it's a plantation. So at the basement of it, um, some people have sensed that the children are present, like they can feel children there. And then another investigator reported that she had difficult time breathing, and then she started crying for no reason. Wow. So, and then you can also, like, sense the ghosts, and, like, you can see them, so, like, the normals. But, yeah, she literally just, like, couldn't breathe, and then she started crying for no reason, and she yeah, didn't know see, what was there'd wrong. there'd be no ad probably, I'd never buy a plantation. Yeah. You know, the bad stuff that happened there. 
Yeah, I know. I couldn't do it. Nah. But, all right, Tay, what's your story about? All uh, right, there. Mine is the Timber Ridge Cemetery in Cataosa, Oklahoma. The cemetery's nickname is from the local, the locals is, is Haunted Hollow. That's the, what the locals call the cemetery. Legend says Native Americans, a Native American boy was hit by a car and killed while riding his bicycle. <coughs> and he is buried here. That happened in uh, 1989. Oh, wow. Locals say his spirit can be seen by the highway riding his bike late at night sometimes. And then like when I... people, they'll go up on him, they say, and they'll see him. And then when they go to pass him, and then, because, you know, every few, I don't know how many feet there's a street light. Yeah. And he said, and uh, when you, he's seen him coming up on him, and when the car passes him and they look in the rearview mirror or their mirror, he's gone. He's not there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, okay. And then some say he will be dri- he will be driving and feel like you-, you will be driving your car and it feel like you hit something. And then you stop and get out and there's a bloody uh, handprint on your car. That's yeah. scary. I'd love to go check that out and make sure that that's right. I'd get a white car. Yeah, I'd take the white one down there. Yeah. And then other stories... Or of uh, if you walk by the cemetery, you will get uh, noise curdling uh, sounds. You will see orbs. The gates will open by themselves. Uh uh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's a real creepy place. Look it up. It's in uh, Timber Ridge. It's Timber Ridge Cemetery in Oklahoma. It's, uh, it's pretty Oklahoma. creepy, man. I mean, I don't know what I'd do. I mean, really, if I go, when we go on our first hunt and then I see something or uh, experience something, because I've experienced like light things, not nothing real like scary or anything. But if I really heard something that'd scare me, I'd, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably scream like a girl. Yeah, I honestly, that was so late reaction. I'm sorry. But yeah, I went too. Pretty late there, Lex I. Lex I. No, I would too. I don't know what I would do, and that really sucks because I want to know what I'd do, but I don't, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Um, that's all the stories we have for you guys ba, ba, today. Ba. But it's um, so groovy. We did talk about our announcement at the very beginning, yes, and we yes. wanted to give we a want huge... We want to say it again. A huge thank, thank you, you to New, New Zealand. Zealand. I have been noticing our numbers keep coming up. You guys are good to us. I love it. You know, number... We're in the top 50 over there. That's cool as beans, man. Yeah, I didn't think that would happen so, so fast. So, New Zealand, we really do excited. have a Facebook account. It is uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South. Just look us up. Find us there. We're on Instagram. Ghost Stories Told from the South. Um... And you can find us, uh, listen to our show on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Pandora. Pandora. Um, we're pretty much everywhere. I mean, I don't think there's any place we haven't gotten yet. So, looking forward to all this, guys. It's going to be great, great, great. Yeah, I'm excited. I cannot wait. And I am trying to work on my management for college. And I just moved in yes. with my... I moved... Me and my mom got a house together. So that means that I have to get, like, a job that actually pays. That I have an income. Because right now, 
I have like a thing where I help people and I get paid, but it's like twenty dollars here and there, and I can't yeah. pay a house for that. So, because um, I'm and we're gonna work on you know like in case she can't come by and we can, like I told her with uh, we can get the uh, get it hooked up on on our sky sky uh, whatever it's called get it uh, hooked up going and that way like if we can do 20 minutes here and there and then get a you know a whole hour or a half put together it'd be good so well i'm looking forward to this year guys i think it'll be good starting out on a good note already already but we're still getting love in the united states and everywhere else guys that's what is amazing we're getting close to getting uh, i think 1300 downloads really yes wow i, I mean, that's awesome 1300 downloads and this is our seventh month yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And we're still averaging. We're going to probably be average close to 100 and 150 uh, downloads a month. And that's good. That makes me feel good, guys. I don't care if it's not big numbers and we're like not big, but from some for some small town country folk here in Mineral Wells, Texas, look it up. It's just a small ass little bump on the hill. Literally. It ain't a big town at all. But that makes us feel good that people in New Zealand and especially Canada, they're jumping on our on the pod on our podcast, which we love too. There's so many people in the states, guys. I just could sit here all day going, "We love you, we love you." But uh, we're, I'm glad we're y'all. We are y'all's reality, y'all's break from reality right now, because right now I know everybody needs it. So yes, Lord knows I do. Yes, yeah, so y'all, um, I'm, I'm glad y'all come to us for for stuff. And who knows, maybe we can save up our money and go see you people in New Zealand. Y'all send us an email to uh, New Zealand. It's uh, ghost stories told from the south at gmail.com. I believe it's all lowercase, right, Lex? Yep. So, right. yeah. Y'all catch us there. Just message us or something, guys. But you New Zealanders, y'all check us out on Facebook and uh, YouTube and all that. And y'all uh, talk to us, send a shout out to us. Y'all, y'all send us some stories in from wherever y'all are from around the world. We'll do them and give a shout out to you. And I still haven't forgot about doing the Goat Man when. From that girl in San Antonio that sent me that extra stuff. I just haven't got around to it, but I haven't forgot about you. I just can't remember your name, but I do know you're from the San Antonio area. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to get off here. i got to go hook over and do another dinner, and Dad's going to edit this. Yep. And we will hear you guys Wednesday. All right. Bye-bye. <coughs> we'll see you all next time on Ghost Stories Told from the South. With your host, Stephen LeBooth. And your co-host, Lexi LeBooth. And this has been a Boothiano's podcasting production. Thank you.